Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. Life is an epic journey, and we want to live it unleashed. God offers us a passionate life. It is a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. Here at the Living Unleashed podcast, we are intentionally shaping our lives that we might live this epic journey of a life that is living unleashed. And and we're just doing that here throughout season two as we journey with Luke through Luke and Acts. Today, we are in Acts chapter 26. All right, it has been an awesome journey. I know I just keep saying that, but I just can't share with you enough how uh, great it has been to be on a journey with so many of you as we continue through these two books together to see how they impact our lives, to see how the Holy Spirit was at work, not only through Jesus's ministry, but through the life of the early church and how God wants to continue to work in us through his spirit to do awesome things for him and for his kingdom. And I think that's just an amazing thing. I am so looking forward to season three. As I've told you yesterday, I'm going to be continuing to give you some information this week about the upcoming season, where that's headed, what we're going to be taking on. But I'm just excited about that. I hope that as we wind up this season, that you'll continue to join us here on the Living Unleashed podcast as we strive to live our lives unleashed. So today, I want us to look at Acts chapter 26. Um, there's a, whereas yesterday in, in chapter 25, uh, we found that Paul didn't say a lot. There wasn't a lot of action that took place. It was just a lot of details about Paul's case and how it was shuffled between leaders and to be taken care of. Didn't really offer us a lot, so we talked about the mundane, but today we get to talk about something a little bit more exciting, I think. Um, As we talk of here, we discover that the large chunk of this chapter is Paul giving his testimony. He has given the opportunity to stand before King Agrippa and to share his testimony of how Jesus has become a part of his life, how he became a part of the way, and then the message that he's been given and and how he has transmitted that message uh, to those around him. But there's one particular piece that I want to focus on out of this, and that is in verse 14 of chapter 26. And Paul is talking specifically at the moment about his Damascus Road experience, and he says, when all We all fell to the ground, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Now, as I was reading through this, I was really intrigued by that line. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. And I don't know about you. I thought, what in the world does that phrase mean? Uh, That doesn't conjure up any images for me. It doesn't make any sense. So this is one of those that I immediately went to the commentaries to check out and see what was here. And it comes uh, about that this this uh, sentence uh, is an old Greek proverb. We found it in other places in Greek. Um, and basically how it comes across is this, Saul, why do you fruitlessly resist God's plan for your life? 
Why do you fruitlessly resist God's plan for your life? Now, as I I, I encounter that phrase in this spot, what this causes me to think about is, wow, if Jesus is asking Saul why he is resisting, then that implies that God has already been trying to speak to Saul. God has already been trying to call him and woo him, but Saul hasn't been listening. He's been resisting. You see, I think a lot of times we read this account on the Damascus Road and we think that this was the first moment that God revealed to Paul what his plan was for his life, that he had not been speaking to him in other ways. But what this implies is that along the way, God has been trying to woo Paul. God has been trying to speak into Paul's life. He has been trying to lead him into this, and he has been resisting. So it comes down to Paul has this Damascus Road experience, not necessarily because God has a flair for the exciting. Actually, we find out that God oftentimes works in Scripture through very common and ordinary means, but because Paul just wouldn't listen. And then I think about my own life. I think about my call into ministry, and I'm going to give you this 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 part of my my story very quickly since this is a short podcast. But it basically boils down to this: I resisted God's call on my life into ministry for almost two years. I felt God's call back while I was still in high school, and each time as a young person that I was trying to decide what I was going to do with the rest of my life, what I was going to go to school for. I um, tried different avenues, and I always seemed to come back to being a pastor. And my resistance that partially was, well, you know, my dad was a pastor. My granddad was a pastor. I've seen uh, what this life is like. I don't know that I want to do that the rest of my life. I'm going to go a different direction. So I never told anybody about this conversation God and I were having. I never shared it with my parents. I never shared it with um, any of my friends. I never shared it with my Sunday school teacher. And then it had come uh, at a point in my life where I was uh, dating this girl who later becomes my wife, Christy. Um, and uh, I started, we were starting to um, fall in love. And I knew, wow, I need to tell her. And I hadn't told her what God was doing in me because that would really affect our future uh, together if we were to uh, really uh, get serious and decide to get married. And so I had resisted. I hadn't told anybody. Well, it just so happens that um, I was uh, at work at my McDonald's where I worked at the time. The freezers were in the basement and we were in the middle of a rush and I had run down the stairs and gone into the freezer, grabbed a 40-pound box of meat and was bounding back up the stairs two at a time because I was still young then and I could do that. And I was bounding up the stairs two at a time. When I got to the top stair, I almost passed out. I had to have a couple of fellow co-workers help me uh, get lay, laid down on the floor. They took me back down to the basement where the office was to lay me on the floor. And I laid there. And at that time at McDonald's, we wore ties. And as I was laying on the floor, my heart was beating at such a rapid rate, you could see my tie bounce off of my chest. I had no idea what was going on at that time. They called my parents. My parents were on the way. And while I lay down there on the floor with my heart just literally beating out of my chest, I started making deals with God. And the deal I started making was, God, I have no idea what's going on, but if you get me out of this, 
I will admit you are calling me into ministry. I'll tell my parents, I'll tell Christy, I'll tell the important people in my life, and I'll begin to um, see what that process looks like for me to begin to go down that road. Um, it ends up, I, I had to go to the emergency room. Um, I, they discovered I had a congenital, a congenital heart defect. Um, they were able to get my heart back in rhythm. I eventually had to have a procedure done to take care of that, and I'm all fine now. But that was my Damascus Road experience. But when I was laying down there on the floor of that McDonald's making deals with God, that wasn't God's first encounter with me. God had been trying to speak to me for two years, and I had resisted. And so when I read this phrase uh, that Jesus says to Saul, why do you kick against the goad? Why do you fruitlessly resist God's plan for your life? And, and I can really, I can understand that. I get that. And I'm not saying that the road I've been on as, as a pastor and in ministry has always been an easy road. It's not always been a pretty road. But I do know I'm right where God wants me. And that makes all the difference in the world. And when you know you are right where God wants you and you and God are in sync together, you will experience hope, joy, peace, and freedom and a passionate life in ways you've never understood before. Because you are walking right in step with God. You are, are, are right there with Jesus, walking together. And when you're in that spot, man, God can unleash his full power in you because you guys are in sync together. And, and that's just what is a, such a beautiful picture. And so I don't know what maybe you're resisting right now. What's God been trying to get you to do? What's he been calling you to do? Don't fruitlessly resist God's plan for your life. If God has been working at you, don't wait for your Damascus Road experience. Say yes now. Get started. Move on into it and see what God can do. Because when you're in the midst of that spot in your life, you will be living unleashed. And it may not always be an easy journey. It may not always be a pretty journey. As a matter of fact, it may be pretty messy and chaotic sometimes. But if you're right there with God, it'll always be the perfect place to be. You'll be stronger in that moment, even in the midst of mess and chaos, than you'll be anywhere else. And you will experience a passionate life that is filled with hope, joy, peace, and freedom because you are walking right there in sync with God. And there's no better place to be. So don't fruitlessly resist God's plan for your life. Uh, it doesn't bear fruit in your life. It, it, it just doesn't. But if you choose to instead get your life in line and sync with God and with his heart, it'll be beautiful. Even if it's messy, it'll be beautiful. And it will be easy, not because it is easy, but because you'll be empowered by the Holy Spirit and you'll be walking with Jesus. And so even the hard stuff gets easier because you have a new strength that you never knew you could have. And so that's what I challenge you to today. Don't resist. Say yes now. Don't wait for your Damascus Road experience. Uh, just say yes now and see what God can do. All right, as you uh, continue to go through today, I do pray that uh, you'll just be walking in step with Jesus, that you'll be in sync with him, have your heart in line with his heart, and that as you do, that you will keep on living unleashed. <laughs>